It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Maybe we're not detailing up a route or a run concept as good as we need to, and it gives you a chance to go watch the tape and see where do we need to improve upon. Why is this play not successful? I think that's what we're always trying to get the why. You know, if something is working, why is it working? Or if it's not working, why isn't it working? Yeah, it's been a while since we had to, you know, buy in the playoffs. Feels good. Nice little break for us. Uh, you know, we need it. We need to get healthy. Obviously, a lot of guys banged up uh, up front, especially. So, good timing for us. Packers head coach Matt Lafleur, also Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers, dissing on the playoffs, which are still over a week away. They'll play next Sunday, final game of the playoffs next Sunday. Opponent TBA. As we watch the playoffs unfold, the first round of playoffs unfold this Sunday. Bob Brainerd with you. John Adias with you as well. Lucas in the morning. And now joined by our Green and Gold insider, Jim Ozarski, who follows the pack for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Jim, good morning. Happy New Year. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> good morning. Happy New Year. Um, Were you in the Packer locker room? Was that yesterday? Was that? Uh, I was, yeah. That was uh, after a brief hour or so practice. Um, yeah, got back to work a little bit for that team, and which probably was a good idea, all things considered. Yeah, yeah. Tell us why. <laughs> well, I, you know, it's it's funny. I think um, after the performance in Detroit and knowing what happened after their previous buy in San Francisco, I, I'm I'm wondering if Packers fans would have wondered about you know, the the head coach or the coaching staff and how aware they are, you know, if um, if they would have just given them the entire week off, right? <laughs> you know, so I think that the coaches kind of realize, you know, maybe maybe they'd be better off just working a little bit during their bye week. Mm-hmm, and that's that's why. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he, he just, you know, I know that the question kind of came up in different forms yesterday. You know, just about the offense finding consistency and about, you know, 13 wins, but, you know, still people don't believe. He's just not having it. He's he's back to being a little prickly about this. He's very sensitive about it. Um, John and I were kicking this around. I, you got to believe he's probably using this as a rallying point in the locker room by saying, hey, everybody else out there, the media, the fans, they don't think we're that good. You think that's what's going on? You know, it is interesting, and, and it's a good point you brought up, that he is a little irritated slash sensitive slash prickly about the offensive production at this point. Because um, you're right, you know, he had some short answers yesterday regarding that stuff. Um, and then, yeah, to, to sort of say, well, you guys say we don't win very pretty, but we, you know, the key word there is win. Yeah, you know, I, it, it's interesting because I think the guys there – understand why those questions come up. Um, you know, they really maintain that they don't care uh, because they do win. But I, I, I think there's the realistic part of themselves kind of know 
that once you get to this part of the year to play these teams that are left, you know, you, you do, it's not about the look of it, right? And I think they understand that. Um, they just sort of understand that the, the, as, as the cut there from Matt LaFleur said, the, the why of it and, and, and why they don't look good, so to speak. And that, you know, can you play like you did in Detroit or Detroit the first time or Carolina or Denver and yeah. expect to beat the Saints? You know what I mean? So I think, like, I think they're irritated to a degree. Maybe they'll play the lack of respect card. So I, I could buy that, Bob, a little bit. Uh, is this an obvious answer on the poll question today that we put up on Twitter? Uh, who do you want the Packers to face in the first playoff game? You mentioned the Saints right there. Saints, Seahawks, or Eagles, and 63% say it's the Eagles, and, and it seems like the obvious answer, but also, side question here, Jim, are the Eagles just the Packers but didn't get the breaks in close games, or five games decided by a touchdown or less in which they lost? Uh, that is the obvious answer, uh, but I don't know if that's the right answer. I'm I'm not convinced that the the Eagles aren't the team the Packers want to avoid. One, they already lost to him. We've already seen this. They've already lost to him at home. Um, and I understand the fans want lower seed. Um, they're, bun- they're banged up. No one knows any of those guys because they're not on their fantasy football team. But <laughs> in the last two years, in the last two years, the Doug Peterson's group A, they won a Super Bowl, and B, they probably should have beaten the Saints. You know, they would have beaten the Saints in New Orleans if Alshon Jeffrey makes makes a routine catch and. So I, I get it, um, but I don't know, man. There's there's a part of me that thinks the Eagles are kind of scary. <laughs> and to your point, are they the Packers off the breaks? Um, yes, because they had some bad drops early in the year that may have gotten them a, a higher seed. Um, but no, in the sense that they're, um, I, man, I, I don't know if they've they've been able to be, hmm play as complimentary of football as the Packers have. I mean, I'm not going to gloss over 13 and three and, and say that they, you know, that they had all the breaks in the world. Cause I do think the Packers are a good team and they've, they've created some breaks. If, if that makes sense. Yeah. It makes total sense. Jim Wosarski, green and gold insider joining us on Lucas in the morning. Um, Jim, in, in your, your former life, uh, you were the beat writer, uh, one of the beat writers uh, covering the Cincinnati Bengals. So I know that, the uh, passing of Sam Weiss yesterday, uh, that, that hit you uh, for sure because you spent some time with Sam. Uh, give, us, give us some stories being around him and, and share some of the things that he shared with you. Yeah, Sam Weiss, what an what a all-time great storyteller, um, a, a, a true football savant. Um, I mean, you got to go back to, you know, this was a guy who played under Bill Walsh. He was the quarterback for the Bengals. He, he, he literally was on the ground floor of what we now call the West Coast offense. You know, when Bill Walsh and Paul Brown invented it in Cincinnati, <laughs> Sam Weish ran it and, and then coached under it, uh, you know, coached it in San Francisco. So, yeah, uh, a, a couple of quick ones. So, believe it or not, the Bengals were playing an international game in Japan one year, and Bill Walsh calls Sam Weish down, and Sam Weish thinks, wow, well, okay, Bill's going to – you know, offer me a job in San Francisco as a quarterback. 
and, and they're talking, and, and Sam sort of under, realizes in the conversation that Bill's basically telling him, uh, you're done playing. <laughs> like you, the, the conversation is about you should come and coach. And, and Sam found it on one hand of, offensive, but then um, <laughs> found it you know also so smart. And, and it was just um, there's another story too. One of my favorite ones, and this I guess you can relate to the Packers and how you build chemistry in the weirdest ways, even if it's the same guys. You know, in the strike year of 87, you know, Sam Weish and Boomer Sison, um did not get along, decided to meet in the comedy club in Cincinnati, and Sam Weish, and, and Weish doesn't come in. And Boomer goes outside, sees this car all, all sweated out and fogged up, and there's Sam Weish sitting in the car, and he thought Boomer had messed with him, that he wouldn't actually show up to this comedy club to, to hash out their differences. And Boomer, you know, knocks on the window and says, Sam, come on it. You know, let's do this. And they, they kind of have a laugh about it. And the next year, you know, the Boomer wins MVP. The Bengals go to the Super Bowl. But it all started at this sort of odd meeting at <laughs> this comedy club in San Francisco. So Sam Weish was a character, um, you know, an innovator. No huddle offense. Colin plays up line of scrimmage. That was Sam Weish. Yeah, yeah, really good stuff, Jim. Uh, thanks for sharing. And, of course, the, the famous grabbing of the mic saying, you know, point, don't, don't throw stuff. You're not. You're not in Cleveland. You don't live in Cleveland. I mean that. That was Sam. Yeah. That was Sam. I know. Can, uh, can you imagine that in 2019? Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. He was. He was one of a kind. Thanks for sharing stories, Jim. Thanks for all the insight, and we'll talk at you next week. All right. Sounds good, guys. Thank you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.